2: Hola, buenos días. ¿Qué tal estás? Welcome to lesson 74 of Coffee Break Spanish. In this lesson, Andrew and María José are in a cafe and they're ordering drinks. We'll be looking at the conditional tense, saying things like, Me gustaría. I would like. I hope you enjoy this lesson. Now, the dialogue in this lesson is actually fairly straightforward. And we really wanted to use this one just to introduce the concept of the conditional tense or the conditional mood. Have a listen to the dialogue and Cara, I'd like you to try and identify what does María José order and what exactly does the dish contain, which is suggested to María José and her friend by the waiter.
0: Hola, ¿se puede comer aquí?
2: Sí, se puede comer aquí. ¿Quieren una mesa para dos personas?
0: Sí, una mesa para dos, por favor. ¿Nos trae la carta, por favor?
2: Claro, aquí tiene.
0: Gracias. Quiero un bocadillo de jamón y queso y una Coca-Cola Light, por favor. ¿Algo más? Sí, mi amiga quiere una ensalada de pollo y una ración de patatas fritas.
2: ¿Y para beber?
0: Una botella de agua.
2: ¿Con gas o sin gas?
0: Con gas, por favor.
2: ¿Ya han probado la tortilla española?
0: Yo sí, pero mi amiga no. Nunca la ha probado.
2: Lleva huevos, patatas y cebollas. ¿Les gustaría probar un poco?
0: Sí, nos gustaría mucho. Gracias.
2: So, as I said, it's a fairly straightforward dialogue. Cara, did you work out what María José ordered?
1: I did. She ordered a ham and cheese sandwich and a Diet Coke.
2: Una Coca-Cola light? Y un bocadillo de jamón y queso. Jamón, ham, and queso, cheese. Muy bien. Now, there was a dish suggested to María José and her friend by the waiter. This dish was tortilla española. And the waiter explained what it contains. ¿Qué lleva?
1: It has eggs, potatoes, and onions.
2: Exactly. Huevos, eggs, patatas potatoes, sometimes known as papas in certain parts of the Spanish-speaking world, y cebollas, cebollas being onions. Now, there were a few things that we're going to pick up in this uh, dialogue, and the first of these is se puede. Now, it's something we've come across before. Se used impersonally. So, se puede, can one do something? Se puede comer aquí?
1: Se puede comer aquí?
2: How would you say, can one smoke here?
1: Se puede fumar aquí?
2: Se puede fumar aquí, exacto. Now, how would you say something like, um, can one speak English here?
1: Se puede hablar inglés aquí?
2: Yeah, se puede hablar inglés aquí. Now, using this se impersonally, you can also say something like, se habla inglés. Now, literally, that would be, one speaks English, or perhaps more correctly, English speaks itself, or English is spoken here. And that's the kind of sign that you might see on a, perhaps a tourist shop or something like that. Se habla inglés. English spoken. Although it probably would make more sense for that sign to be in English. Perhaps se habla español in a shop in a non-Spanish speaking area. But that's the, just a, another example of using this se impersonally when it's turning it almost, in, in a sense, into a passive voice Se habla inglés. English is spoken here. Okay, the waiter asked, ¿Han probado la tortilla española? Try saying that.
1: ¿Han probado la tortilla española?
2: Probado comes from probar, which means? To try. To try, yeah. So, ¿han probado? Have you tried? ¿Han probado? And he's using the ustedes form, because it's a formal situation. Han probado la tortilla española. The answer is, mi amiga, no. Nunca la ha probado.
1: Nunca la ha probado.
2: Muy bien. Now, nunca means, I don't know if we've done that, it means never. Okay. okay. There's actually two words for never in Spanish, nunca, and jamás. 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 Nunca. Nunca. And you can run them both together to get never, ever, nunca jamás.
1: Nunca jamás.
2: Okay, so never la ha probado. La refers to the tortilla española. So, la ha probado, it has tried, or it, she has tried. Nunca la ha probado.
1: Nunca la ha probado.
2: So, she has never tried it. Nunca la ha probado.
1: Nunca la ha probado.
2: And again, you can hear the way the whole phrase runs together. Nunca la ha probado.
1: Nunca la ha probado. Exactly.
2: Now, in the conversation, we heard a couple of examples of the conditional tense. I say conditional tense. Some people do refer to it as the conditional mood. It doesn't really matter one way or the other, and I'm not going to go into the complicated explanations of the difference between a tense and a mood at the moment. Um, For the time being, think of it as the conditional tense or the conditional mood. But the idea of the conditional is that it explains or it translates the concept of, I would do something, for example, if I had lots of money, I would go around the world. Or I would like a glass of... Lemonade or something like that. Indeed, in the conversation, we had ME GUSTARIA and LES GUSTARIA NOS GUSTARIA Now, in fact, ME GUSTARIA is probably not the best example to explain the conditional tense with because ME GUSTARIA like ME gusta, is one of those sort of back-to-front verbs because you're really saying it would be pleasing to me. Me gustaría, it would be pleasing to me, a Diet Coke or something like that. So let's look at the verb hablar again. And we're going to add that ia ending to hablar. And just like the future tense, the conditional tense has ia added to the infinitive. So we have hablaría.
1: Hablaría.
2: Which is I would speak. Hablarías. Hablarías.
1: Hablarías.
2: You would speak. Hablaría. Hablaría. So that's the same as the first one, and that's used for he, she, or it, as well as I. Hablaría, hablarías, hablaría.
1: Hablaría, hablarías, hablaría.
2: Okay, now you can probably guess what's coming next with the we form. Hablaríamos.
1: Hablaríamos.
2: Now watch the stress there, it's Hablaríamos.
1: Hablaríamos.
2: Hablaríamos.
1: Hablaríamos.
2: And then, possibly quite tricky to pronounce, hablaríais.
1: Hablaríais.
2: Uh-huh. And any guesses as to what the they form would be?
1: Hablarían.
2: Hablarían. Yeah, it's really, really regular. In a sense, it follows all the same patterns that you expect. So let's do the whole verb. Hablaría, hablarías, hablaría. Hablaríamos, hablaríais, hablarían.
1: Hablaría, hablarías, hablaría. Ablariamos hablaris ablarían.
2: Exactly. In actual fact, the I in the written version of this, ablaria, ablarías, hablaria, it always has an accent on it, and that should help remind you where the stress goes. Ablariamos, hablaríais, hablarían. Ablaríamos, hablaríais, hablarían. Okay, so that's for an AR verb and for an ER verb and an IR verb, it's exactly the same endings. So let's take um, vender, the verb, which means? To sell. To sell. How would you say, I would sell the house?
1: Vendería la casa.
2: Vendería la casa. Uh-huh, muy bien. How would you say, she would ask for uh, mineral water? Using pedir.
1: Pediría una comineral.
2: Perfecto. How would you say, we would open the window?
1: Abriríamos la ventana.
2: Yeah, it's quite tricky to say. Just say the infinitive abrir and then add in your iamos. Abriríamos.
1: Abriríamos.
2: Abriríamos la ventana. Now, you're probably sitting there thinking, or standing there, or jogging there, or running there, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this. I would do something if something else were the case. And that's where it gets a little tricky. Because in Spanish, you need to use a special part of the verb for the if something else were the case part. And without getting into many complicated explanations here. Basically, that part needs to be put into, did I say it, the imperfect subjunctive. Don't worry about this. I'm going to give you an example and you can just learn this one and you will impress everyone with this. I can guarantee it. So it's kind of like in English where you say, if I were rich, I would buy a house or I would travel around the world or I would buy a car or something like that. In actual fact, in English, We say, if I were rich, but you might well hear, if I was rich, I would do such and such. Were, in English, is indeed the subjunctive. But you don't need to worry about that in English either. I'm going to teach you one word in Spanish, and that is all you need to know. And that is, fuera. Fuera. That is the imperfect subjunctive form of ser. So, if I were rich, si fuera rico. Si fuera rico. And Cara, you would say rica.
1: Si fuera rica.
2: Si fuera rico, I would buy a car. How would you say that?
1: Compraría un coche.
2: Compraría un coche. Or in Latin America, compraría un carro.
1: Compraría un carro.
2: Okay, what's your double R? Carro. Carro. Okay, hopefully everybody practiced their double R sounds recently. ¿Compraría un carro?
1: Compraría un carro.
2: Okay. So, fuera is the if I were part. Si fuera rico, let's say, I would travel throughout the world.
1: Si fuera rica, viajaría. Por todo el mundo.
2: Muy bien. Si fuera rico, rica, viajaría por todo el mundo. Si fuera rico, viajaría por todo el mundo.
1: Si fuera rica, viajaría por todo el mundo.
2: Okay. Let's try another one. If I were rich, I would go to Las Vegas. Si
1: fuera rica, Iria. Yeah, that's it. A Las Vegas. (laughs) Las Vegas. Las Vegas.
2: Spanish name, so Las Vegas.
1: Las Vegas.
2: Okay, si fuera rico, iría a Las Vegas.
1: Si fuera rica, iría a Las Vegas.
2: So you now know that the conditional of ir, or indeed the future stem of ir, is ir. It works regularly like the other ones. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. Now, if you'd like to get more out of your Coffee Break Spanish experience, then you can sign up for the full premium version of our course, and that includes video versions of our lessons, where you'll see the words and phrases on the screen of your device while you listen. There's also a set of lesson notes for every lesson, with vocabulary and additional examples, and bonus audio. All of our premium courses are available at the Coffee Break Academy. That's at coffeebreakacademy.com
0: and 365-day returns.
2: Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Okay, so let's go back to one of the, the irregular ones from last time when we spoke about ather and decir, taking irregular future stems. How would you therefore say, I would do my homework...
1: Haría mis
2: deberes? Yeah, that's it. So you use the conditional endings, the ía, ías, ía, íamos, ía, with the future stem, the H-A-R in this case. Haría mis deberes?
1: Haría mis deberes?
2: Now we covered last time, podremos, podremos, and that would be the future tense of we will be able to, podremos ir a la playa, How would you say we would be able to?
1: Podriamos.
2: Podriamos.
1: Podriamos.
2: Yeah. Podriamos ir a la playa.
1: Podriamos ir a la playa.
2: Okay. Now the same thing happens with a verb like saber. Saber means to know. So saber in the future stem, the future stem of saber, it drops the e just like poder and becomes S-A-B-R. Sabre in the future, sabría in the conditional. So, how would you say, I will know everything?
1: Sabre todo.
2: Sabre todo. Muy bien. How would you say, I would know everything?
1: Sabría todo.
2: Sabría todo. Perfecto. Now, there's one other group of verbs that I'd like to mention that is a kind of group of irregular future stems. And that's a group of verbs where this random D comes into play. So let's think, for example, of venir. Venir means... To come. To come. In the future, or the conditional, the future stem drops the I of the infinitive, venir, so you take out the I... And you put a random D in, so it becomes BENDRE BENDRE Or BENDRIA BENDRIA And what's the difference between BENDRE, I will come, as opposed to BENDERE, which is I will... Sell? Yeah, from BENDER. BENDERE, la casa, I will sell the house. BENDRE, mañana, I will come tomorrow. So, BENIR becomes BENDRE, BENDRIA.
1: Vendré, vendría.
2: Tener, to have, becomes tendré, tendría.
1: Tendré, tendría.
2: And one other one in this group, salir, becomes saldré, saldría.
1: Saldré, saldría.
2: So let's test these ones. How would you say, we will go out? So that's the future of salir.
1: ¿Saldremos?
2: Muy bien, saldremos. How would you say, they would go out?
1: Saldrían.
2: Muy bien. What about, he would come?
1: Vendría.
2: Vendría, he would come. Muy bien. One more. How would you say, you, plural, used in Spain, you will have.
1: Tendríz.
2: Muy bien, tendréis. Now there's lots more practice of this in this week's bonus podcast. Let's listen to the restaurant conversation one more time at natural speed.
0: Hola, ¿se puede comer aquí?
2: Sí, ¿se puede comer aquí? ¿Quieren una mesa para dos personas?
0: Sí, una mesa para dos, por favor. ¿Nos trae la carta, por favor?
2: Claro, aquí tiene.
0: Gracias. Quiero un bocadillo de jamón y queso y una Coca-Cola light, por favor. ¿Algo más? Sí, mi amiga quiere una ensalada de pollo y una ración de patatas fritas.
2: ¿Y para beber?
0: Una botella de agua.
2: ¿Con gas o sin gas?
0: Con gas, por favor.
2: ¿Ya han probado la tortilla española?
0: Yo sí, pero mi amiga no. Nunca la ha probado.
2: Lleva huevos, patatas y cebollas. ¿Les gustaría probar un poco?
0: Sí, nos gustaría mucho, gracias.
2: And that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks for joining us and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break Spanish community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakspanish and follow at Learn Spanish on Twitter. Muchas gracias y hasta pronto.